Hey everyone, welcome back to Note to Self. This is episode seven. Today I have a really nice conversation with uh, Peter DeHarter. Um, he is a producer, he's a filmmaker, he's working on a documentary, a, f- a full length feature film, and a book. Uh, last year he made a documentary about becoming a, an underwear model in three months. It's crazy. If you haven't seen the documentary, you really should. And today we have a really good conversation about mental health, happiness, physical health, comparing yourself to athletes and all that good stuff. So keep watching. Hope you like it. Welcome, Peter, Bather. Yeah, Peter. Peter. Oh, this is very, <laughs> this is very warm. Welcome to uh, Note to Self. Thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Um, I mean, in your home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to to come over. Um, let's dive right into um, into what I initially wanted to talk about. I watched a lot of your um, interviews, obviously, mm-hmm. as research for ah, for our conversation. Interesting. Yeah. So we're going to talk about your interview. Take no, we're not. Um, no, I wanted to talk about uh, your documentary, um, your uh, underwear model your transformation to, to becoming an underwear model. Um, but mostly I wanted to talk about, you mentioned in a lot of the interviews mm-hmm. that you feel less uh, confident in your physique now than you did before you started mm-hmm. that whole thing. Do you think that that's created like this body dysmorphia in you? Uh, in the beginning, it, it, it certainly did, but now it's, I think it's, uh, it's gone. So okay. now I, I don't feel so, so insecure, but it, it was really in the in the beginning of the uh, um, actually when I did like the photo shoot and I stopped training so 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 heavily like I did like fourteen times a week, so then every little piece of fat right <laughs> that adds up is like shit yeah um, every little bit of imperfection is yeah definitely and 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 the problem is when you every time you um, uh, yeah, you look in the mirror, you get conf- confronted again with like how your body looks. Um, you don't really see a re- like a like a true image of yourself because it's, it's all mental. Of course, in three months, you really uh, um, change your trans- yeah, transform your whole body, mm-hmm. and then it's you can change your body faster than you can change your mind. Like right. so, that's the, that's the, was the whole problem because I didn't realize I was muscular. So you see right. like all the things. That, is happening and when you finally are muscular and you see like a picture that looks very nice then every everything that's everything less, that's not that yeah. is is immediately bad mm-hmm. do you think that um like do you think it's a point of getting used to it because you obviously like you transformed very quickly right yeah um when you were that muscle did you feel at all that you'd like achieved something that made you feel better about yourself or was it just this this was just hell for for x weeks and months yeah, it, but actually, it was hell. But because, um, like, I'm very rational, so I can I can like uh, shut off my emotions almost. I'm like a mm-hmm. robot. So in in the three months, I I literally felt like a robot, and it was I didn't have any emotions. It was just okay. It was fucked up, but it's it's just how it, how how it is. Um, and yeah, it, it felt like I wasn't human anymore. 
So right. I didn't feel like a pain, but now thinking back, I was like, fuck. Jeez, all the things I had to eat, how many times I had to exercise, it was unbelievable. And, mm-hmm. and at the moment, I was really like, people were like, who's this guy? Because he's quiet and he's only thinking about <laughs> having his food every three right. or four hours. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does make you a little bit robotic. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. It, it, you have to be because you have to ignore every uh, thing you like. So you, you c- I couldn't eat sweets. I, um, the food wasn't wasn't a, a pleasure. It was just literally fuel. Right. It's just whatever you need to yeah. grow. And it was it, it was horrible. And I think she had to uh, uh, to drink. Um, yeah. It's 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 also safer for your for your mental health. Just to, just just to say let's ignore everything that's terrible and just pretend, pretend yeah. it's life. Oh yeah, if you keep telling yourself this is terrible, this is terrible, you're never gonna yeah. break through that. Mm-hmm. So do you think because you're spending so much time just thinking about how you look, right, and mm-hmm. and what you're eating? Did you? I assume you needed time to step off of that a little bit because as soon as you stop training, you have to teach yourself like, okay, suddenly I can not look at food as fuel. I can yeah. finally eat to enjoy food. Yeah, right? I, had some, I had some very weird periods because it was uh, the first period I uh, stopped training. It was like okay, I have to eat fast food because probably s- people say I missed missed it, so I sh- I have to enjoy right. fast food. But I actually didn't enjoy, it, but still I ate it. Right. <laughs> so it was like it felt made me feel terrible because I got you got um like what was it uh, stomach acid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far um, acid. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's it wasn't nice, and I felt actually very bad. But yeah, I kept doing it because I didn't want to really? spend time anymore, like doing like the very clean, plain food. Um, and also before I, I started uh, training and doing the the whole project, I uh, I, I very uh, I really like to cook. And I made a lot of nice own recipes and stuff, mm-hmm. etc. But now I really just now I never cook anymore because really with the three months you just you take fifty grams of rice, dry rice, you and you 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 cook it and then it's you eat it, no salt, no oil, nothing. Oh, and also with the chicken, you just put it in the air fryer. So right. it's 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 yeah it loses it's, all oil and all <laughs> yeah fat. yeah so it is it, it is uh i just lost the whole almost appetite of normal nice enjoying food and also making it really so, yeah so it's, it's very strange you really you really fuck up a lot of things jesus that's <laughs> that does sound bad do you still like go out to dinner is that enjoyable at all or are you like i'll have the chicken and rice and broccoli <laughs> yeah I am, I am mostly i'm very happy when it's just it's very plain Really? Because then, I, yeah, it's it's just okay. Just give me rice. Give me some beans. Um, I'm not eating, eating eating meat anymore, so it's also oh, good. no meat. So, I'll wow, you're really cutting back, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, just have rice and beans. Yeah, but a lot of people they really enjoy going to the restaurant and they have like a very nice meal, and I can understand. But it's, it's for me, it's still. I'm think I'm looking at okay. It's very it's very uh, this. Uh, there's not much a lot of food there and it's very expensive mm. and yeah I, I i just i just reprogrammed my brain and now it's it's fucked up now it just literally says nice the, f- the food is nice but yeah is it worth it no let's eat just fuel wow and also in because all in the morning uh of during the day when i was when i need to, needed to eat i need to have my carbs and my proteins i just literally just just oatmeal uh, raw oatmeal with protein powder and I just with water and mix it and then you have like I think 800 calories almost a half yeah. of the calories of like a normal person 
and you just drink it in once and it's like okay now my body has all the nutrition he needs right and we're done yeah so, so you're not thinking about food in any like Oof. nice enjoyable way i mean i've i've been there in obviously a much smaller smaller way in in the sense that i at some point decided that i wanted to gain some muscle mm -hmm. mostly for health reasons because yeah. it you know and i do notice now that was, this was years ago and then last year i, I started working out again Mm -hmm. and that's nice right like just working out and just exercising makes you feel great yeah definitely. um initially a couple of years ago when i started doing that it was you know weight gainer and the protein shakes and counting your calories and making sure you get the right amount of protein and not too much salt and not too much fat mm -hmm. and that destroyed it for me like that made it so unappetizing like it was just i'm 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 programming myself to to grow in a certain way yeah it just doesn't make it fun anymore. But it's also a little bit disturbing that actually when a human being, um, being when uh, he has all the nutrition he needs, like all the fats, carbs, and, and the proteins, it's almost, it, it, it almost costs you a whole, like the full day to focus you on getting all the, yeah. uh, 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 the food in. And that's strange because then a normal person never gets like the fully, the, yeah. all the nutrition he needs a day. That's also strange yeah. actually in this society yeah i do actually like uh and i still do enjoy that i don't do it as much as i'd like to the weight gainer shakes that i had okay yeah because they were essentially 50 percent of what you need in a day oh. so i could do that and then eat normally and i would actually get 100 percent of what you need mm -hmm. um, and it sort of stabilized that for me right because otherwise uh as someone who works a lot you kind of forget to eat sometimes uh -huh. you sit behind your computer and then suddenly he's like oh hey it's 8 p.m i haven't had anything to eat yet yeah, today yeah. i'm not really hungry Right, um, but then having something like a like a protein shake or something that 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 fuels you yeah. or that gives you some of the nutrition is actually kind of nice. Um, and now I just you know now when I work out I just work out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I find out oh, I haven't had food today yet. I'm really weak today. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. But it, you know at least you're working out. So I think that's still that's still healthy. I think people should still keep doing that. Yeah. True. Um, and maybe being being aware of what you eat is 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 not a bad thing either. That's, uh, that's, that's, I think, the most important thing. At least if you know what kind of shit or good stuff you're putting in your mouth, mm -hmm. then it's, it's, it's a big step. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, that's probably right. I wonder how many... I, I watched this, this video of uh, a Dutch bodybuilder. Dude's like 240, 230. Okay. Um, huge. Called yeah. the Dutch Giant. Oh. And he has to do the exact same thing, right? He eats like eight times a day. Oh, and yeah, he has yeah. to wake up at 3 a.m. He sets yeah. an alarm, eats yogurt, and then goes back to sleep oh, yeah. just to get his nutrition in. Yeah. He seems super happy. Yeah. I don't get how. Um, you know, people are very interesting creatures because you can just literally tell yourself <laughs> it is nice and this is how life is supposed to be. Right. And that's how every situation could be probably very nice. Yeah, and it's it's always what your motivation is. If if he really if he really likes to have a life life like that, so of mm -hmm. course he will tell himself it will be nice. So the, the thing for me was I just wanted to have a nice body, but I didn't actually want to train. People right. think think all the time to have a lot of personal trainers who follow me, and they're like, you know, all this stuff. And people, uh, uh, I meet people in in real in real life, <laughs> and then they're like. Uh, teach me. That. Let me. Tr uh, sh um, should we train together and all the all this stuff? But I'm like, I don't even know anything about fucking training, man. I don't know anything. Right. So I had a personal trainer, and it's just it's not my passion. So I'm not very. I'm not into it. Right. You were just doing whatever you were told that yeah. would work. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I can imagine that getting like, 
So on, on the one hand, that's that's it's a really efficient way of doing it, right? As long as you have someone who's really good at it, you mm -hmm. just go, okay, I'll just do whatever you tell me to do. Yeah. I don't need much passion for that. It's just, this is what we're doing. Okay, this is what we're doing. Whatever, yeah. right? As long as I can reach my goal, I'm, I'm fine doing whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but at some point, you must, I, th I think to, to maintain that, you have to get obsessed with it a little bit. You have to get interested at least a little Definitely, bit. Definitely, right? yeah. So I'm trying. So I think lately... I had a nice time in in the gym and I almost never enjoyed, but it's it, it's getting better. Good. But um, yeah, it's it's you also if you really want to do like on your own, you you do need to have of course a little passion. Yeah. Because now with my trainer, people always really thought I was on steroids or Photoshop or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I just I thought it was so easy because I just literally did what he he told me to to eat to yeah. how to train. And I'm not, uh, and and the, the biggest problem is people don't like to be robots, so they they just have their perfect meal to, uh, um, uh, prepared, and then it's like, oh, I see some bitterballer, some some Dutch yeah. uh, snacks, right? And then it's like, okay, yeah, I earned that one because I yeah, yeah, walked yeah. up the stairs. Yeah, you do that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I I I think I deserve a Snickers. Yeah, I probably do, right? I work out a lot. <laughs> yeah, but if you eat eight a day, you're not gonna do. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have it too. I can't do like I'm, I'm, I'm just not disciplined enough to do like the whole meal plan. Yeah, but it, it also takes up all of your time. Yeah, and it's very difficult. Yeah, it takes up a lot of your attention. Yeah, and I don't have a lot of attention in general. It's like I can, I can get focused on one thing, but I forget everything else. I have the same. So I was for three months. I was a completely robot and zombie, only with the training. Oh, Jesus Christ! Sporting. Yeah. How'd you get anything done outside of that? Actually, almost nothing, really. So. Um, it was worth it because I made a documentary about right, it. Right, of course. But otherwise, it would be also a waste of my time. Right. Right, because yeah. for three months, you didn't do anything else? Yes. I think maybe that's like, that's one of the more important takeaways from that is that, yeah, it's possible to... I mean, it's also in three months, right? So three yeah, months yeah. Is, a, is a short amount of time probably mm -hmm. to do that. And you probably... I, I mean, you weren't weak to begin with, right? No, that's true. Yeah. Like, you were in pretty good shape in, in general. But it takes a lot of your time. Yeah. To do something like this because yeah, every uh, day be day before you need to have all your um, products uh, at your place. You need to prepare everything when you you when you go out. You have to know like okay, then it's th then it's uh, three o'clock, so I need to have this with me as well. I need to have this with me and this with me as oh, well. Jesus, yeah. And every time someone else asks you to come over or have dinner or, or or go to let's say so the northern part of the Netherlands, yeah. it's annoying because. It's more difficult yeah. to get your food right. That's the only thing that that really matters. So um, yeah, I mean that's also what why the comparison with people who look like that or with like actors who who look like that is is ridiculous because they get paid to look it's like that, work, right? For months they get being the, trained. They stuff. don't do anything else but that. They just train to look like that, yeah. and then they maintain that, and that's their whole job. And they never, they never, almost never, we see the the, the story about how it was created. It's like you, <laughs> uh, women are like to their boyfriends or or husbands, like, why don't you have a six pack like that guy? Fucking hell, he's so hot. Yeah, you're wasting your time here. Just go to the gym once a week or something. <laughs> you look exactly like that. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't. You don't really see that. That's unfortunate. I think we should. I think after every movie, like after all the credits. You should just see the workout routine for all of these <laughs> actors. Like, yeah, exactly. This is what they went through. Yeah. Like, ah, okay, never mind. I don't need a six pack. Yeah. All right. That's um, making a documentary. Was that was that your intent originally, or was it just you wanted to do this anyway and you just? Yeah. So the 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 honest 
honest story is um i just wanted to have a nice body and i'm very impatient so mm. i just saw myself i'm gonna do it in three months uh and i i started talking to a personal trainer and he, he said to me do you have a target and normally never had a target i actually wanted to have a personal trainer so i could learn how to use the, the machines because right. it's, it's like it's very important to uh, know how to do the, the, the exercises because it's, right. it's also dangerous to let people drive a car without a license. Yeah, and exactly. He, and, and, and your body is, is the most precious machine you have. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, let me try to um, just at least understand all the techniques and everything. And then he asked for a target and I had like like a picture of Zac Efron. I was like, man, Zac Efron there on <laughs> Bad Neighbors. Looks right. fucking awesome. Um, and then after I think two months, I realized how heavy it was and intense, and how it also changed my whole mental uh, perspective. Um, and I thought this this is interesting. I think more people would like to know how it is, and, but most people don't have the money or the time. Yeah, money is also a big thing. I think I yeah. spent about five or six thousand euros. I think. Jesus, so. really? Yeah. And that's mostly on personal training. Personal training, yeah. Okay. Yeah, obviously that's expensive. That's very expensive because in the, in oh, the end, at 14 times a week, 14 times. 14. And that's all personal trainer yes, as well? Correct, okay. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay. Then I can imagine that's... that's so uh, I thought, let's make a documentary because most people don't have the time and the money. So now they could see how it really is. And and it did two things. Now, it did more things, but two things I find um, interesting was one is people were what, what I tried to do. They were like, okay... Um, now I know a six pack costs so much effort, yeah. time, and energy. Um, maybe that's not. Yeah. And the second thing was actually I motivated a lot of guys to start working out. Really? A lot of guys. It wasn't even uh, the whole purpose of this documentary. It was like, guys, you don't have to work out because there there was a like like a mental disease going on with guys that they were mm-hmm. also working out kind of anorexia, but mm-hmm. it was yeah only busy with. Uh, how the physique looked and yeah. it wasn't healthy anymore just gains so, yeah so I, th- I yeah. thought okay guys realize this is how much uh, work is take um, you want to have a body like that very nice it looks nice but I felt shit on the, on the picture yeah. but still a lot of people got motivated of, uh, yeah I got inspired to start training and, and doing it a die hard personal trainers all, ac- all across the country are very thankful <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they are I think so ah oh, Jesus yeah no there is there is a bit of social pressure on guys to work out yeah you have that whole gym life friends who are you know they go to the gym three times a week and you're sitting on your ass on your couch going, and the standard thing is fat, like man. as a chick the guy say yeah she just doesn't have to be fat very and, and guys need to have muscular uh, mm-hmm. they have the muscles and of course girls also they have uh, they also being uh um judged about how they look and how their boobs are etc oh, yeah. et but it does always feel like a girl doesn't have has to do something extra mm except for not eating too much and it, i know it's very uh it's sexist sexist uh, i'm sorry women i don't I'm, <laughs> this is the voice of the people not of, me, <laughs> of myself i mean uh, I, yeah I, I think i think guys need to do the extra work they need, they need to you, like as a guy you're attractive if you have muscles mm-hmm. as a female you have to have boobs and an ass right but also now, of course, the girls also they're training their asses now with all the squats and all the things. Well, it's that, also a big thing now. Yeah, I mean, tight abs still are, are still attractive in females. But I think I think what there's there's an issue in in how we look at females' bodies and mostly how females look at their own bodies. I'm not telling them that they're wrong because yeah. I can't. But um, is that 
a lot of what is attractive or isn't attractive in a female is very hard to train. Yeah. Like, true. like if you, if you're a bit smaller and you have a slightly broader build, you're not going to look like one of those models. You're just not because, yeah, yeah. because getting there is just impossible because you don't have the body type for yeah. it. And that's perfectly fine. No one's going to tell you that you have to, except for maybe you and the media trying to sell yeah, you underwear, right? Social pressure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then for guys, it's most of what we see seems attainable. Yeah, like a really muscle dude. We're like, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. And we probably could. Most guys probably could. Yeah. If they have the right food, if they have the right amount of time and money to do that yeah. and the right drive to do that. And for women, I think it's, it's mostly you kind of have to accept that you're probably not going to look that way yeah. ever. So I think that's that's rough too. Is that you can't change it? How are you going to deal with that, right? How are you going to accept that? Mm-hmm. And as a guy, it's difficult because you can change it, but and you're just lazy, yeah. or you feel <laughs> yeah. lazy, right? True. Yeah, because so, even like standard, uh, I I do a lot of climbing. Mm-hmm. If you look at other climbers, if you look at professional climbers, and I compare myself with them, obviously it makes you feel bad. Yeah. Because these dudes and girls are not just insanely good at climbing but their physique is great like it's just really slim but very strong right yeah yeah. and it doesn't look unnaturally strong so you don't have the underwear model abs right it's they they have the abs but never that defined right yeah um mostly because it's about power it's not about looks yeah but it's still that comparison and then you have to realize in, in in how you look at it in your own perspective that comparison is just unfair yeah because these are people who do this professionally or who do this six times a week and really work at it and spend a lot of time doing it. So I think, uh, yeah, I, m- maybe the takeaway is we should all stop comparing ourselves yeah, to people who... Yeah, that's definitely the takeaway because um, l- also literally on the day of the shoot, when I have the shoot, I was so fucking nervous because I thought like, shit, I'm not going to look good. I'm not going to... It's, it's going to really? be fucked up. And uh, I was really worried and I was only looking... Once you're starting looking uh, better, you just also start looking at other guys, and you just become, become gay. No, you, you, you start <laughs> looking at other guys. So sucking dick all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> it's shocking. It's shocking. So, I found myself sucking a dick, and I did not expect it. It's three months gay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> you start looking at the other guy who look better, and then, and then you then you like shit. Now I've, 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 I feel worse. So, or you always it never stops really? because you always keep comparing yourself to someone who's better than right. you. Yeah, you don't. You almost never compare yourself to someone that's the same. Yeah, you, then you look like oh, we're the same, or yeah, you look like oh, he's he has less, uh, uh, he's less muscular than me. Right. Well, that's also someone who's less muscular than you. The thought must be, but they're not trying. Yeah, probably. Right, they're not trying to get there. So why would I compare myself to them? Yeah, it's funny how that works that way, but not the other way. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's got to be a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um. So how did you? Uh, were you making documentaries or any educational content before that or was it just because you you used to make mostly entertaining content right true yeah um i did before the documentary i made some more um yeah some 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 um infotainment yeah Mm -hmm. a little bit infotainment so i tried to 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 talk about the subjects insecurity and all those things so i did a little bit but not not as much as after the documentary because it was really the the big the big start of the breakthrough also from the whole brand of of Petrus. Oh, okay, um, cool. And so it's now within the second documentary, and that's also more about it. it it's it's about um, yeah, mental issues or personal issues, and and so all my subjects are now about a very very nice topic. So like depression, loneliness, oh, nice. insecurity. Oh, 
I think very, very important topics. They are very important, but it is also uh, my co- my colleague uh, Kelvin. He um, gets a lot of nice brands and um, mm. theme parks or candy or stuff, and they 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 come to me like, "Do you want to go from the suicide center? You want to do something for us? <laughs> you want to go for the depression uh, clinic?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, but I got a lot of nice topics, man. Yeah, so they're sure. very important, but it's also it is literally a little bit depressing yeah. to to just." only be focused with those things yeah of course but i think when you were making videos with cinemates mm-hmm. i assume your audience was was relatively young right uh yeah but still less i think the the audience of kelvin he has a broad range but i think the, the like the, the hardcore is, is very young and they're mm-hmm. younger than for cinemates cinemates was a little bit really more mature. Oh, so that kind of pulled it up a little bit because what i what i imagine would or works very well is that you have that audience then you go into a, a couple of years later you go into topics that really affect people who would now be at the age where that True. really yeah. affects you right yeah it surprised me how many people saw the documentary and also the the, the, the variation in age because mm-hmm. i was like on an airplane it was like the pilot had yeah, I, I could uh, over there like the cockpit. Mm-hmm. I could get in because he, he saw my documentary. Really? Oh, and and first with cinemates when we had a younger audience in theme parks, uh, I was always a fuck because you have all the all the kids. But now right. it's okay. It's it's still there. But now on festivals, it oh, is yeah. it is the worst from all the people who do the tickets, the 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 who get the the where you can buy the coins or. Mm-hmm. Uh, just people dancing. Everybody fucking knows me, and especially in Amsterdam. So yeah. it is. It's also li- less, more uncomfortable because then you're like, really, shit. Really, everybody keeps looking what you're doing. It's like a big brother all the time. So okay. it's also yeah. annoying, but it, it is. It is. I do really like that people from my age, right, like my my content. Yeah, and, uh, because I like to develop with my viewers as well. Yeah, because that was definitely the documentaries was certainly aimed more at or at least felt aimed more at people our age Mm -hmm. uh, more so than than a younger generation i mean also at a younger generation but i i felt connected to that as well right yeah like you were discussing issues where i was like yeah i've I've been there right (laughs) i i I do that too i feel that pattern yeah and then when you get to depression and anxiety and all that stuff i mean that connects to it right away yeah that's exactly the same type of issue where you're you know you need to change your mind in order to properly process stuff like that yeah um because outside of the like the documentary stuff right in the infotainment do you still do standard entertainment stuff do you still sometimes go you know what i do want to work with a brand and, and sell candy uh, or uh, <laughs> yeah I, I i do but um it, i'm very uh picky mm-hmm. because it, it, it does ha- so integrity is very important for my for my brand so uh, a few weeks ago, I was asked for Fanta to do like an Instagram thing about uh, they have a can and you can next can and scan a code and then you get like a new Snapchat filter. Oh sure. So you do get a lot of money for uh, for it, but I just I, I refuse uh, refuse because it's it's just it doesn't. I'm all talking about openness and happiness and and then right. like here you get the Fanta, yeah. just buy Fanta and then you have like a weird snapchat filter so that's something i i just i i I cannot do but um i've done a campaign for uh delivery service Mm -hmm. but more in general so it was just like it was like a just a nice message instead of uh, go to domino to go to new york pizza whatever it's it's, it was just in in delivery um um, employees just in general 
Okay. So there was there was kind of it was it was also from like uh, what is what is a stichting? Yeah, just an organization. Yeah, just it was just an organization who 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 is there to improve the work environment for delivery right. uh, boys and girls. Oh right, for all the uh, the freelancers. Yeah, and yeah. and then and and so then it's like a general nice message. It's not it's not buy this product product, but right. it's more like be aware of their working hard. Right. So that's 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 nice. That's good. Yeah. So you're more socially aware of 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 what you're doing yeah definitely that's important mm-hmm. does that is that mostly after the documentary that you looked at your op like your opportunities now that you have and have you become more picky or was that always kind of the case uh i've become more picky but it's, it's more because um i uh discussed with the team with calvin and dita so mm-hmm. uh and it's very important still for the company to have its uh its income right of course a, and but we decided okay, this brand is it has something for um, the general for the for the target audience. I'm uh, I'm making content, so it's let's just say so twenty twenty plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting, um, uh, not it's not a niche, but a very interesting path to follow. So let's just do that do that for a while. Don't focus on the on the on the uh, the brands and advertisements. Just right. do really what you what you like, and then after a while we'll see where it goes that's good so i could focus it really not on just making money but just, just selling yeah. making nice things that's good so your document or the the, um, the documentary that you're working on now the uh the anxiety depression stuff like that yeah. is that gonna be series or is that are you making one yeah i'm making one again? and it, it is it is about um so i'm talking about happiness but it's it's actually it's focused on on insecurity, mm-hmm. um, and it's I start off that uh, I I didn't of, of training didn't make me happy, okay. and I'm like okay well, what is happiness, mm. and then I'm, I'm I'm figuring out happiness is when you're like free of everything and you're you're you have a free choice and a lot of people think they have a free choice but to um, if they're really really thinking. A uh, lot of actions you do, or or uh, maybe irritations you have, or being stubborn, or being insecure, and you're not doing things because you don't feel like it. It's actually because something, a trauma, or yeah, an ev- right. event happened in the past is holding you back. Right. And then with uh, different methods like just therapy, but also with uh, uh, drugs and ayahuasca, mm-hmm. you know, we're capable of opening up a brain again right. and to look at into the in our into our traumas because a lot of uh, traumas we have are stored in a long-term memory mm-hmm. so it's still there and influences you every day but everything you do but th- you cannot in your short-term memory you cannot you you don't know what it is yeah so it, it's it's a documentary about how to find out where uh, things come from mm-hmm. so uh, my biggest thing was insecurity i have for a lot of things i was wondering why why do you have all the things because rationally i know i shouldn't be but still right. I, I, I feel it Right. And it isn't as easy as changing your diet. You can change your hamburger for <laughs> for, for, for lettuce, mm-hmm. but you, you can't just say, okay, or I'm um, I'm selfish. Okay, uh, let's share my food. I'm not selfish anymore. You yeah. are still selfish. But yeah. it's just it's like... You just shared your food and that's y- it. Uh. Yeah. So uh, I'm all about changing your... Like, yeah, changing, the, uh, changing yourself back to your true version, actually. So, oh, really? So... That's uh, cool. Yeah. Did you... Uh, there's a book called How to Change Your Mind by uh i don't know his last name michael something mm. he goes into using uh hallucinogen so using drugs to actually reprogram your mind yeah 
um, he he's taught or he t- he talked about a study that they did in in the U.S. And so they're trying to get their their um, drugs to go through the FDA. Yeah. So they're trying to get it approved to go onto the market. And what they're doing is they're testing them on terminal cancer patient, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of obviously a lot of terminal patients have issues with depression. Yeah, yeah. Because they're gonna die, and you know, it's at some point you feel. I assume you feel depressed about that. Yeah. That, that's got to be difficult, right? So they're using these uh, hallucinogens and therapy at the same time mm-hmm. to try to reprogram how people look at that. Yeah. And apparently it's really successful. Like yeah. it's really effective. Yeah, that's the exact thing I'm doing. So that's... Really? Yeah. So you've you've tried ayahuasca, right? Ayahuasca, yeah. And all of, of mushrooms of truffles. So it's okay. Just, uh, also wheat helps mm-hmm. as well. Really? MD- MDMA or ecstasy. Yeah. Is is useful? Mm-hmm. Um, is that short term? Because like ecstasy is is kind of well known for making you love everyone in the short term, but yeah. then two days later, you don't have the serotonin in your in your mind anymore. Yeah, so it it's, it's doesn't work because of the the the, the, the feeling you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's um, I'm always trying to visu- visualize. It's like you. Okay, so you have a problem or you have a depression or whatever, and it's somewhere mm-hmm. you don't know where it is. It's, it's, it's difficult to understand why you're feeling that, like that. Yeah. So your brain protects your, protects your traumas in your long-term memory. Mm-hmm. Um, and very, so um, with um, you have the backfire effect, and the backfire effect is when someone tells you something that isn't stored in your brain, mm-hmm. and then it's difficult to accept it so let's say so you you agree um guitars are awesome mm-hmm. and i will tell you of you uh, yeah uh, all the guitars are black i'm telling you no the guita- guitars are also gray mm-hmm. then your backfire effects like no you're, right. you're you're defending your thing right um and that's like that's an instinct we have from the from the past and when you mm-hmm. take like uh, dr- drugs like that it takes those instincts away so okay. with every person who's very stubborn you can tell them anything you like um, guitars are gray, and then he's like, "Hmm." So he, instead of just be, uh, just saying, "Okay, it doesn't fit in my information center," right? I will send it back. You're like, "Hmm, let me check this out." Okay, gray. I'm checking the business. Oh, it could be possible. Okay, yes okay. or no. So then you make your own judgment. So you're more uh, open to outside information. Yeah, and it's also with, and then it's, it's possible to to reprogram yourself because. Um, you take in all the information seriously because it, even from the beginning at school we start to recycle information so we're mm. only storing it so uh, and it's normal because we 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 being taught that way it's you get information you 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 you're being taught about the history you keep it in your mind and every certain uh, time in in your life when it comes up you just present it right so a lot you, of people they yeah. they don't they, that's why I have a lot of discussion stuff because we should always have conversations because if someone yeah. has something learned you can just compare and you think but it's always discussions most of the time yeah. because of the backfire effect because you're protecting your information you have right and that's a, and that's a, uh, an instinct because um, we need to be in, in a group or mm-hmm. in, in a herd so yeah. um, uh, what makes what makes a group what makes a society if you have the same uh, taste or same cultural things sure uh, you have some. Sometimes you have friends who are. Um, you only are friends because they all like uh, reggaeton, for example, sure. yeah, yeah. and they really don't like other kind of music. Uh-huh. So if you're somewhere else and someone tells you this music is also nice, and you're not using your backfire effect, there's a chance of you changing your mindset. So you're not one will not be fitting in the group. So the backfire effect is a very natural and also logical instinct right. you have. But it also, it's also difficult if you need to change things in your mind. Mm-hmm. You need to get rid of it. 
Right. And that's that's something that's almost only possible with uh, some kind of drugs to really to take really? that. Uh, um, it's like um, you just take the wall down so you can access again, like through right. those memories and can just open up. Right. So you can rewrite whatever whatever is there yeah. in a more easy. So I've um, I've, I've been on that process like i've been in that process myself without drugs mm -hmm. mostly without drugs yeah. um i've been trying to use cbd oil to but that's mostly for adhd and stuff like that um i've been looking at meditation right yeah as a, as a way to do the exact it's same thing it's also very uh, yeah cool. and that's a part of that is not identifying with your own thoughts so mm -hmm. when a thought comes into your head not immediately going that's me right this is my thought this is what i believe but just going okay this is a thought that's in my head this is about as valuable as anything anyone says to me, right? Mm -hmm. So if I can v evaluate those things at the exact same level, suddenly it's a lot easier for me to go, oh, actually, you know, someone else is, it might be right about what they're saying. Yeah. I might be entirely wrong in what I believe. It's always worth checking out and it's always worth comparing. It doesn't mean that I automatically have to believe what everybody yeah, says. Yeah, I don't course. have to become yeah. extremely naive. But it's good to be able to to yeah. let that in. Yeah, you just take extra information and then you make your own judgment. But a lot of people that feel weak because they think I'm, I'm not going to admit your story is right. Mm -hmm. But you always have still the power if you just accept some some new information. You just you can make the judgment for yourself. You are the one who has the the, the power to decide what is what you think is right. Yeah. And also it's it's nice you're talking about meditation because with some meditation techniques you create the exact same effects of. Uh, drugs because ayahuasca is like DMT mm -hmm. and DMT is produced in every organism they pr they produce it is mm -hmm. together with your serotonin it it's um it it's um it what does it, it for your biological clock it, it does something and it's, it, it, mm -hmm. it regulates like the hormones in your body right. and with some techniques like breathing techniques or sitting or stuff you make sure you overproduce the DMT and it's really? such a quantity uh, as like you would take ayahuasca stuff so you could literally hallucinate or you could just get fully access in your brain right because the, it actually it, it just makes sure you uh, are capable of being in your conscious and unconscious uh, right. uh, conscious so so you could do it without drugs but you actually have to, it's like a shortcut ayahuasca is literally a short uh, right. card because for those techniques you need to months and months you need to train yeah. because you, so it takes a lot of effort yeah and ayahuasca is li literally like a shortcut like I'm taking it now and yeah. I have it I think I, I know only one other person who's on ayahuasca and his review of it was good in his own experience. He took it with someone else who it didn't work on for a very long time mm -hmm. and he would just throw up for the first like three hours yeah. and he would just throw up and scream and throw up and scream and throw up and scream and then at some point it started working. So I think I'm sticking to meditation. Um, yeah, so I, I, for me, it worked in 10 minutes and I didn't I really? do this, but it's, it's really awareness. And the reason why ayahuasca is such a good thing mm -hmm. for the people who don't know what ayahuasca is, ayahuasca is, is a, is a plant from the Amazon and you mix it with, an, with another, uh, plant. So you can, because DMT, you can actually not take it in your body because your body breaks it down of your stomach. Okay. So you take a different plant based, uh, drink. So it's fixes it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it's an amplifier of your thoughts. You create mm -hmm. like a higher consci conscious, uh, consciousness. Yeah. Um, so when, let's say, so you're 50 or uh, uh, 40 or 50 and you've been living your whole life doing exactly what you've been told, mm -hmm. doing your office job, doing this, this, and this, this, never really listening to yourself. So mm -hmm. I was going you say, yeah, just let go, but it's not letting go. Letting go is that you're letting go of the things you've been told and really listen to yourself. 
So the moment I took it in, um, I, I not I was I was quite self-aware already, so I wasn't very amazed by uh, the things I saw I could do because you can just you can you think about a, per- a person and you can see like okay what's the feeling I have with him, mm. uh, uh, what's the connection, what's what's not right there or what what should we fix with that maybe we we still have to fight from 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 last week and i still still kind of feel it right um so if you're 40 or 50 you never think about all those things in once your whole life uh uh, just being thrown out there and you see oh i actually i don't even like working here shit i still have the problems with her i never talked with them about it and then you're like fuck right it's very intense and and then then it's 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 life-changing a lot of people they stop smoking they stop eating meat or doing things it's just it's just they realize all the fucking things they're doing right but because i'm still young and every day i'm 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 I'm, um, reflecting on everything i do so even i mean i'm in the show and i made like a joke and and people laugh but i talk too fast because i talk fast a lot of times Mm. and so they don't understand i'm like okay shit i should have right uh, constantly self-reflecting yeah wait for it because they didn't even have time to laugh I did, mm-hmm. did this. Oh shit! Did this? This? Uh, did this too fast? Or um, I wasn't nice to those people. So all the time you're reflecting, you're cleaning up literally unconsciously uh, consciousness. Yeah. And with ayahuasca, so I was there after after uh, within an hour, and I was like, um, I'm done. But I still have the effects. But I'm done with thinking about stuff. Right. <laughs> because I I I I uh, self reflect every day, and right. and that's so. Then you don't, you don't really need ayahuasca. Okay. But you just need to always think like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And why you are irritated or annoyed by by anything? Um, So that's also a good thing to know because let's say so ayahuasca was the only way to really reprogram yourself. It also wouldn't be nice because it it is, your brain is the most powerful machine there is on the planet. And most people don't even know how to use, it's very, very sensitive and powerful machine. And ayahuasca, enhances it by 20 oh, yeah. times so that's why people c- c- become very crazy because now they have all that power right and they don't even know how to fucking use it it's like being in limitless yeah but <laughs> it's, it's like it's like driving a very fucking fast car and you, know, you right. don't know how to drive of course you're going to crash right and, and it's going to be very it could be very terrifying but if you just every day drive that car yeah. uh, uh, um, just faster and faster and faster you take ayahuasca like okay it's a little bit faster but oh it's but you nice. Can handle it, right? It's actually nice because I know how to how to drive. I can I can make my turns uh, 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 nicer, and I could just yeah. it's, it's, it's all, it was just nice. I was just sitting there, and um, what also very it's a very important part of ayahuasca is the music because with music, really, you um, people know a lot of people probably know is is how music also it gives you access to your long-term memory mm. so um with certain tones you get into your emotional brain so it's your um it's your lim- limbic system mm-hmm. and so a certain a certain tones connect to certain memories mm-hmm. and with ayahuasca actually you can think about stuff but when you hear like the music it really it forces your 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 brain of memories right. to get those things off. So mem- the music is a very big part, it's, and 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 right. it's also with uh, uh, mushrooms or all the uh, psychedelic stuff. Um, really? The music is a very big part of it because it it, it helps you uh, grab those memories you right. haven't thought of. So it kind of steers you in the right direction of what what you're supposed to be yeah. working with. Yeah. That's really interesting. And it's also with with normal music you have because I I figured out because you have to, uh, 
EMDR. I don't know what it is in English, but it's, it's a technique for uh, post-traumatic stress. Stress disorder, PTSD. Yeah. 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 So, and they do, they have a technique that they do over clicks with the rhythm mm -hmm. of the, which, uh, they go with the two fingers in front of your eyes and you have right. to, um, and the whole science behind it is your, your oldest brain, your reptile brain is, is, is right. um, busy with. Yeah. You're distracting one part of your brain. So you can access another right. part. You can go to your long-term memory. And I thought, wait, it's, it's a rhythm. And I always ask myself the question, why do I like music? And people always say, yeah, it, it, it creates a, a thing that makes you feel nice. Yeah, but why? Right. Why does it make you feel nice? Yeah. Uh, and, and then it's um, the rhythm also makes sure uh, when you're listening to music and whatever, that, and, and especially, let's say if you amplify it with ecstasy on the, on the festival, mm -hmm. um, you have, y you create like a, f a, a full um, access to your to your right. whole, to your whole brain, so it, is, it also hypnotizes you, and and from all the things you right. do, having uh, the the lyrics of a music uh, song of a song mm -hmm. is the thing you memorize the fastest. Yeah, of everything It's because of all the tones, all, all the rhythm, because yeah. you put a, you have the backfire effect is 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 less. Right. So okay. you take information much much quicker. So with music wow. and the and, and the, mm -hmm. the lyrics, after fifteen years, you can hear like one one thing of a song you can memorize the whole oh, thing oh yeah and it's all because like the hypnotizing pro pro uh, process who goes on in your in your brain ah so it's much easier to take in that information yeah because you, you're not protecting new inf uh, to, to not take any new information because right. it opens it up more that's probably why it's so hard to learn a song when you're really just trying to learn a song mm -hmm. when you're just reading it off of paper and you're not like you don't spe really spend time listening to it you're just reading it and trying yeah. to get it into your head that never works yeah like i can there, there are songs that i heard three times 10 years ago that I know the lyrics of. Yeah. There are songs that I've tried to really <laughs> learn. I couldn't fucking do yeah. it. Spent hours trying to learn it. I couldn't do it. So it's, 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 it's music is just a hacking tool as well to get into your brain. Wow. And that's compo uh, um, combined with like an amplifier of like a, a sort of drugs. Right. And you have like full access. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So I should do more drugs is what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> i already okay. listened to the music yeah but but, but if you see drugs. like like lsd or or mushrooms literally mushrooms are like on the on the lowest on the list of of dangerous things because mm -hmm. they're full nature uh, natural products right alcohol and and tobacco is like the worst of all the fucking yeah. things yeah heroin maybe heroin maybe it could be yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the natural products are very they're just very nice and they have yeah. no they, no negative side effects the only people say yeah i got into psychosis I yeah um but it, it, it rarely, it happens so, so um, uh, much less than people who have yeah. access with alcohol yeah. because those people are, are mostly the time all, are already mentally ill. Yeah. So the moment you're taking it in drugs, it, it, it only amplifies your thoughts. Right. So you can control it. So that also with a bad trip, it's because you think it's going to be a bad trip. Yeah. So if you feel feeling bad, you're like, okay, this is just drugs. I'm feeling yeah. good. Instantly, it changes. Yeah, and that's also once again the problem. It's because they have a fucking fast car. They don't know how fast it drives, so they put it, they they put yeah. it in the pedal and they they slam it to a wall. Yeah, because like, I don't fucking want to know. But yeah. if you know, it's going to be a fast car. Yeah, I'm going to be in it. Now, and, and I know how to control it. So it's going to be a fucking awesome, awesome ride. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I I always had with marijuana as well. I used to smoke a decent amount of weed um, back in the day, um, and, and I had the exact same thing when I was feeling good. And I would smoke weed. It was great. Yeah. Like that would just amplify the goodness. But if I was feeling nervous or kind of afraid or like sad. Yeah. And I would smoke weed. It would just make it worse. Yeah. I would just fall into this bad trip of 
being really paranoid. You constantly be like, oh shit, I'm getting worse. And now I'm getting yeah, worse. And now I can yeah, notice yeah, that I'm getting yeah, yeah. worse. Oh fuck, I'm getting... So you kind of fall into that spiral, right? But it's, it's, it's also training, but it's, it's, it's definitely the truth. It, it is exactly your brain. People always pretend like uh, drugs does something to you, but mm-hmm. you do something to yourself. Yeah. Um, but you can, you can, you can train your, your brain because I was, I was busy for a long time and I thought, okay, I'm ready for ayahuasca. But a lot of people are like, gotta be ready. You gotta be years, this, this, and this, mm-hmm. this. But that was there. I was, I was like more than ready. I, have, I, 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 because I also have HCHD or HDD mm-hmm. and I was, being there was like oh this is just how my brain normally actually works yeah because if you're so aware of how your brain works you're just taking the stuff in and you could have literally play with it because i was thinking i think about my girlfriend it was like hey, is, it, is it is she a right choice you know like mm-hmm. because you can because people say like you're the gods and they, say, they tell you all the things mm-hmm. but i i felt i felt like it was a, it was it was a good choice it was nice but then i thought wait a minute this is just me telling it so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna test my own brain so I just start thinking about another girl, pretending it was the right one, and I said, "Hey, this was also the right one." It's easy so, to tell <laughs> yeah. yourself that. So, story. Yeah, so it's just it's, you, you can just um, uh, you, you can make a, you can just pretend everything you want to do, uh, yeah. you want to think, and it, it works. Yeah, just kind of force yourself into a thought pattern. Yeah, kind of stick with it. I mean, if we could all force ourselves into a positive thought pattern, like a like a healthy thought pattern. Yeah. But that takes more time. Like I, I, I have it. You know, it's easy to to make yourself believe something. Yeah. For a short amount of time, but then if you want to stick with it and live by that thought, that's that takes a little yeah, bit more practice. Yeah, I, I heard like it takes five, five or seven months because before people wow. change their the whole pattern, like really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it takes yeah a lot of time thinking every day. Yeah changing it i have the same things even after the documentary i know like where my insecurity came from the, the really the, the core mm-hmm. um but still every day when i'm feeling it i'm always, always analyzing okay why am i feeling this why is this why is this this is this um, yeah, of because still it, it it isn't as easy okay i know where it, where it came from um you kind of rewrite uh, rewrote your your trauma so it's it's less intense mm-hmm. but still need, i need to do it every day every time when i f- have yeah. the feeling of insecurity or I'm, I'm nervous or anything i still always yeah keep reminding myself because it takes it takes some time yeah but it, i made some very big big changes of but being on social behavior behavior because i was very um very difficult for me to be in, in public or even mm-hmm. to dance in public or stuff like that and now mm-hmm. it's like a lot of things are so easy and so much easier i was on the oh. party of uh yeah the comedy central format so the roast off mm-hmm. um and i was the only guy da- there dancing a lot and then the guy come to me yeah nice okay let's and then they started dancing as well and later they were like man i was very nice with you and i was thinking hey, you also got some nice moves but like, yeah normally i don't do dances uh the dance so much but yeah you were dancing as well so yeah it was just nice so i actually inspired people if it was like the nice. opposite of being that person they thought like yeah. you're such a cool guy i also wish because i didn't have alcohol or anything i just trained my brain yeah. to now also, of course with alcohol you also you take um away like some active parts of your brain who f- yeah. to, to, to feel ashamed so yeah. also like i can dance but without i just trained my brain to don't feel ashamed of anything etc that's way more valuable yeah too. and they yeah. just thought i was like they were so jealous i was that guy but they didn't notice i had to fucking months have to yeah. fucking train yeah my brain to be that guy yeah no it, it really does take that long uh, i had it with um i was doing this last year right i was looking at happiness myself mm-hmm. what makes me happy but also what just makes humans happy because mm-hmm. we're all i mean we're all different in our way but we're also all human yeah we're all the same animal right 
And I, be I truly believe that there are certain things that make us all happy and certain things that we all do that make us all unhappy. Mm -hmm. And for me, what a very strong, like a couple of very strong things were not trying to control the things that you can't control mm -hmm. and knowing that you can't control like 99% of what happens in the world. Mm -hmm. Like you have control over your own actions and your own thoughts, but that's pretty much it. Right? Yeah. Um, and then not drawing conclusions based on a lack of information. So if True. I text someone and they don't text back, I had with my girlfriend at the time, I text my girlfriend and be like, she hasn't texted me back. She's fucking someone else. Yeah. You know, that, that thought yeah. is just immediate. You're like, no, nah, wait, she just hasn't texted me back. There's yeah. like a billion reasons why that could yeah. be true, right? And I was working on that too. And that takes time too. It takes time and it takes effort to correct yourself every time because you're going to be stuck in a pattern that you've, that yeah. you've had for years. And every time it happens, you need to go, no, wait. You're trying to control something you can't control, or you're drawing a conclusion based on absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's always the, the, the you cannot change the world, but you can change how you how you look to the world. And exactly. That, and that's but it is very beautiful because it also means you can have the most shittiest situation, um, but you just you can feel awesome. Yeah. Because you can you can decide every situation when it's, when you're in traffic, you can be like fuck, I'm in traffic. Uh, fucked up. You still love people uh, making themselves angry and angrier and they're irritated. But like, yeah. you're already fucking struck in, uh, stuck in traffic. It doesn't even change. Yeah. So let's help yourself and just be happy at the moment. Yeah. Like enjoying your living, and you can, can think about other things. So it's 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 so so it's just fucked up. People just l like to get angry. It almost it oh, looks yeah. like they like to get angry. And well, like, it is a bit satisfying. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. I, I don't really feel anger that much, mm -hmm. but it is a bit satisfying. Something when something's really annoying you to let it just let it explode, right? To let it out loud. Yeah. And nice. immediately after you're like, oh, fuck, that was dumb, right? I, I never feel good afterwards. But yeah. in the moment, it's like getting really aggressive and punching a wall. Yeah. It's just it. the, you know, you're finally letting that, that all that power, all the adrenaline out. But I think it's, it's, it's also, and I, I fully agree with you, it's, it's a nice um, a nice thing, but I have it so much less also because i think the build-up stress mm. is literally like a like a disconnection with your brain you cannot really process it mm. and then it, it, it turns into stress and then you want to yeah. let it out in, in that part but you could like you could de-stress yourself mm. with just rationalizing it yeah but yes punching is way easier it's it's <laughs> way easier it feels very satisfying no of course i mean of course the healthy solution and and what p people should be doing is trying to control that and also if you feel stressed going why why do i feel stressed yeah. what is stressing me out is there any way i can change it if there is change it if there's not then why would i care yeah. like why would i worry about it so yeah. much just let it happen i'm not gonna be able to change it anyway yeah worrying doesn't have a big use you need to have the the, the, the signal of like okay something is wrong we need yeah. to change it but to still worry about it for a long time it only makes everything worse yeah yeah worse. Yeah. yeah stressing about anything is it's just gonna make you feel bad yeah, it's not gonna solve the thing. It's just gonna make you feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. That's but that's a. I think that's a tough lesson to learn too, and I think for a lot of people, it's harder even. Like for for me, I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself. Um, for me, it's relatively easy because I spend a lot of time thinking about life, right, and about mm -hmm. happiness and about myself and how I respond yeah. to things. Because I can. Yeah, I have a lot of time where I don't have to be focused on something specifically. Like I'm a freelance developer. I, I work, I shouldn't say this, but yeah, I, I, I work like 12 hours a week, 14 yeah. hours a week. And yeah. for the rest of that time, I can spend doing whatever I want. And a lot of that time is spent reading on philosophy and psychology, but also just thinking. Yeah, but it's it's, it's also, we have an advantage that we, we can actually, we have time to think. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't even maybe have the time to think. Yeah. 
I think for a lot of people, you're just, I mean, that whole stuck in a rut idea of, you know, going to work every day, you know, in, in traffic and then working your ass off in a job you might not like, and then going home, home the and then to the kids. Like, I can completely imagine that at no point during that day, you're going to go, what is happiness? No. Let's mm. think about philosophy for a little why bit. Did I, why did I overreact with my kids? Maybe yeah. You think like it is fucked up. Yeah. Stupid kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be nice ni- around kids either. <laughs> I wouldn't be nice to kids anyway. No. So my future no. wife. Fuck him. <laughs> it's not my problem. Yeah. I mean, don't literally fuck him, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but I can imagine that being difficult. I, I spoke about that before in the podcast that it's just, it's a bit of privilege to, to be able to, to really spend time thinking about it. It's a luxury. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. We, human beings, we have put, I think probably we're put on this planet just to reproduce. So mm-hmm. your task is just survive, mm-hmm. find a, find a wife. Uh, That's evolution, right? And, and, and just do it. So why should you even think? Because we just have all those auto, uh, automated systems and instincts yeah. just to do exactly what you should. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, all the frustrations and the bad things that's happening to the world is also because people are using their their outdated instincts yeah. instead of their rational brain. Yeah, and it's also a lot of these instincts we've been building for millions of years. Yeah, from tiny uh, ami- amoebas, amoebas yeah. to now being human. Of course, you're going to have instincts that are completely wrong for the modern world because it's changed so much. Yeah, that's why we like sugar so much, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be that we needed that because that meant ah nutrition, right? That's yeah. what we need. Now it means Haribo, the, the candy, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's no longer what we need, but and, we're still so drawn to it. And this was the, with the tone of voice, because first when you didn't had 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 uh, language, yeah, mm-hmm. it is a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 animals still use it, but now yeah, there, this, there was a. a um, uh, was it like a like a test, and they said like there was ninety ninety nine percent of uh, fights are always miscommunication. Yeah, and it's, it, and it was based on tone of the voice. Mm-hmm. But tone is very important because you could be like like it thinks, like, it thinks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it, absolutely. It it, it 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 makes everything, but it, it also it every tone is also for some person uh, like a little bit different. So yeah, you it's also subjective assume, as assume yeah. always like okay, he's acting like a, in a bad way or he tried to fucking screw me yeah. over. Uh, but that's also still from the old instincts. Mm-hmm. And, and if you should actually only listen to the the words, mm-hmm. we are still also very judging on the tone. And we use also yeah. we st- also use the tones, but a lot of people, they also don't, don't control it because they say something in a, in a kind of evil tone mm-hmm. uh, because they, they, they kind of do feel they want to reach the person, but yeah. it's also, they're not thinking... They're not thinking too much about it, like what they actually are re- creating, yeah. because you, it's the best to have a neutral talk all the time. Yeah, of course. The most neutral t- tone in every conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to really l- only use words. Yeah. But I think, on, on the other hand, when you look at texting, for example, which is truly only yeah. the text, you still get a lot of miscommunication yeah, because you can't read someone's face or someone's body language or someone's tone. So you're still going to assume that someone means a specific thing. But but that's also like because then you imagine what tone they are using. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. A because they think you're projecting that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem. Yeah, I had a I had a friend we were working with. Always with girlfriends on WhatsApp also problems. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always misconstruing things. Um, I had a friend who I was working with at the time and we had a we had a business partner that I would never talk to. He was the only one who communicated and 
he's 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 a proper dude like his english is very proper and mm -hmm. and he uses punctuation properly we're not really used to that we're working so quickly you know you send an email that just says okay thanks and that's it yeah, yeah. he'll open the email say ah thank you for listening yada 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 and then close it properly yeah, as well yeah. And at some point, he got an email from our business partner saying that he was very aggressive with his punctuation because he would put a period behind every sentence. Ugh. And that's that that was too aggressive. And they just assumed that he would be upset. And he was like, oh, I'm just writing proper English. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just doing that because, oh, you know, I'm supposed to. And that was exactly like, and then we spoke, they, they spoke later in real life. Absolutely fine. <laughs> Suddenly he was like, oh, okay, now I understand, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of a lot of stuff gets lost there as well, and then we project our own feelings on it. Yeah, you like, project the, the, you think the tone he's using. Yeah, yeah. Or when you use someone's full name. Like, how, how, how often do you call your girlfriend by her full name? Yeah. Probably yeah. very rarely. And then when you do, it's just assumed that you're angry or something. Yeah. It's like, nope, <laughs> just needed to get your attention specifically. By God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um... There was one. There was one last thing that I really wanted to talk about. Okay, because I think, I think going through that, uh, using drugs to to change your mind, or to, to to reprogram yourself, is not really the mainstream accepted yeah. method, right? Mm -hmm. It's got to be therapy, yeah. And then meditation is like very slowly coming into that as well. Yeah. Um, has that changed how you uh, how how much of a skeptic you are? When it comes to like mainstream yeah, ways of thinking, I think so. Um, and but I'm trying to be the exact thing I'm I'm trying to tell people to be, um, and that's don't recycle information. So if someone says this is the right thing, always just new you always use new information to make your own judgment instead mm -hmm. of taking it directly as the new your new truth. Right. Uh, so also with like all the methods they're using all the um, um, you can, of, um, there was also a thing with, with uh, chemo with, with for cancer mm -hmm. other subject but um, then I heard only 3% 3% of the person they, they get fully rid of cancer or they mm -hmm. survive from it mm -hmm. so it's also something we're still using so so much um, and everybody always thinks about chemo but it's always because everybody only says chemo is like the main thing to do mm -hmm. but it's, a, it's one of the least effective right now mm -hmm. for, except from all the, the the immune therapy and all the, the even with the, the wheat mm -hmm. um, so I think it's important for about every subject everything you hear always to do your own research uh, right. research and just um, see like like right. what are really are the facts instead of only copying what the rest are saying right and um, so also the, the drugs with the the uh, uh, MDMA I mm -hmm. think so MDMA they they use a lot of a lot of times in therapy uh, still and also with with actually they also use for ther therapy but you don't hear those th stories really? but they use it a lot actually so i'm always always trying okay there's always more mm -hmm. to be found than only the thing you hear like on the surface right um but I, I i i need to really think on how how to to um to tell a story about drugs and it's, it's in a good way because I also realize all the people also have backfire effects. So right. that means when they're hearing information they're not used to, yeah. they, will, they will literally, they, I will have bad comments in on my documentary like, yeah, yeah. fuck you guys, drugs is fucking bad. Drugs I always bad. Yeah. I love someone who did overdose and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So it, it takes a lot of extra effort and time mm -hmm. to really just balancing out in what kind of tone, what kind of words I have to use. So I'm like, yeah. like, uh, avoiding the backfire effect and just trying right. to really get neutral. Really? And the techniques you can use always like always 
uh, start off with something that you're just like them. And mm-hmm. this, this is the truth. I'll, when I was uh, younger, I also thought this, this was this, this, mm. this, this. But then I found out this. And yeah. you also have to, have to explain from your own side because if you're going to say drugs is good for stuff, mm-hmm. it doesn't work because no. they, they feel like you're, you're pointing a finger. Yeah, and exactly. You say like, for me, I noticed drugs very, very, very good. I noticed these, yeah. these things. I read this and this. Yeah. So there are different techniques on trying to um, be skeptic, but also not really to make it more general mm-hmm. for the for the for the for the mainstream audience. So how far does that go for you? Because there's obviously, I think, uh, a level of skepticism that's growing, and I think part of it's great. Like I think it's good that people are questioning authority and are questioning method. And I think a part of it's also terrible. Like Definitely I, I think, the if, if, yeah, anti-vaxxers or flat Earth society, with with members all over the globe. I will never forget that. Um, that's the type of skepticism that's that people doing their own research, but it's their own research by just posting on Facebook, going, "I need someone to confirm my thought here." Yeah, and then reading an article by just another mom. Yeah. So the the thing that is it's also it's it's fake empowerment because they they think okay i'm doing my own research and i found mm-hmm. something but actually what they're doing is just also recycling copying information they, they saw from one facebook post yeah and they don't do legitimate research yeah so um i had conversation with with a psychiatrist uh, and i'm going this wednesday to like a course about reprogramming your brain oh, cool. um so most people also are just too lazy to really do research and think about stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it my own way and I found mm-hmm. an alternative, but they actually just found an alternative information. They're just copying. Yeah. And then, then, then it goes, then it goes bad. It's also right. a flat earth society. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, I, 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 yeah. I think there's a, there's a point of cognitive dissonance as well, where because people are doing their research, what they really want is they want someone to confirm what they're already thinking, yeah, right? Of course. They already like the anti-vaxxers already think that vaccines cause autism. Yeah. So whatever information you throw at them that proves that it doesn't, they're not going to accept that. But then when someone with like no license, no reason, like no authority in the field writes something that confirms what they think, yeah. they'll take that as the truth. So I wonder how like it it's got to be difficult and and I notice it for myself too that to be a skeptic about a wide field of things but then also not allow yourself to fall into that yeah and also like find a way to not come across as 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 doing that right so i also have a solution at the beginning of my documentary i literally have also have a tagline that says don't take anything as the truth right so the people from the beginning already know Mm -hmm. my thoughts can also change at at any moment and i'm also starting like an offline um is it like a like a talking group mm-hmm. sharing stories group so people are like we're going literally from evenings right uh, a year we, we talk about we, we talk about stuff mm-hmm. and also in those conversations i always want to be like okay even if i say something it feels yeah. like i'm telling the truth y- you can change my thought any second yeah and um but that's just, good yeah but that's it, the kind it, of open-mindedness that you really need yeah but the, but a lot of people even if they have a very strong opinion about something it, it never it's never set in stone no never so no, um, no, but it can be extremely difficult to to talk to someone who has a very strong opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because they will keep believing whatever they believe and whatever you say to prove the opposite. But you can also see in the discussion they have what kind of techniques they're using. Because yeah. you, of course, if you see they're, they're falling on techniques or they, 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 they come up with arguments, you, mm. see, you feel they're not very legitimate and they can very 
um, continue on those arguments, mm-hmm. then you see, ah, he actually lost the sense of it and he's just only going on uh, onto his backfire. Mm-hmm. So that's a very sh- uh, um, short period you actually only need to see yeah. if someone is really open-minded and you can really get to like a mm-hmm. like a new judgment or he's just right. only protecting something right he's only on to. and then it might not be worth being in that conversation at all yeah yeah i think there's a um, uh, there's a skill there to learn as well mm-hmm. it's not just learning to communicate but also learning to read someone and seeing whether they can communicate at all at that point yeah and then also seeing that in yourself because mm-hmm. obviously like however much you train it and i'm there too is that sometimes i'm in a discussion and i'm really defending my points and at the end of it i go I'm not even sure I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of defending my point, but I'm yeah. not sure I'm right. Yeah. And kind of like being able to process that. And also, obviously you can't do that with everyone. If people are going to be judgmental about you changing your mind, it's going to be so difficult for you to be open-minded. It, it does, but it, it takes also literally a lot of energy because if someone else comes at you and really feels like it's, it's attacking mm-hmm. you with his words, you like you feel this energy coming up. Mm-hmm. But then I really have to calm myself down. I'm like, okay. And I'm also, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm like, because of a discussion, I really don't believe it. I'm like, okay. Okay, let me think. Uh, yeah, I, I, like um, I still haven't found it, uh, that it's uh, that it's logical, but I'm I'm still thinking about it. So right. I'm, I'm li- literally saying to the guy, like, okay, I haven't found the uh, right, but I'm I'm trying. Yeah. Because then I'm uh, then I change it. I'm changing it. I'm like, okay, I'm, I always want to try mm-hmm. for his words to match mine. Right. Um, and then you're it's, it's gonna it's more like a puzzle, and then it's like okay, hmm, this and this, 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 yeah. and then you come back with something. But it, it does take a lot of training and exercise and you it's really yeah. you need to get all your stress and all your energy you need to get it out and then you're like okay <laughs> and then you're like uh okay oh maybe it's this we're, we're trying to right. say this and this and this yeah. and then it, you, 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 you turn it around yeah and it's very important um but what is very important is always it doesn't matter who's right it matters what is the best yeah solution for that yeah. moment of time yeah and that you communicate about it properly yeah. yeah i think that's the skill that you need to have as well when you're like running a business or something when when someone comes up to you with a problem it's so easy to go no obviously you're wrong do it this way yeah it's more difficult but also healthier for your company i think for yourself to go okay i'll listen let's see where we end up right let's see if, yeah. we, if we can find this middle ground that works for both of us and then move on but you need to be so calm and so self-controlled to do that yeah I, I train that with, with close friends, right? I have a discussion with someone and I try to to do that, try to go, okay, you might be right. Like, I might be wrong about this. Let's let's see. Instead of immediately going, no, 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 no. I'm definitely right about this. I am I can guarantee you that I'm right about this. You're definitely right. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me just grab Google. Yeah, yeah. And then you Google it and you're wrong. You're like, yeah, I can't really find yeah, the yeah. information I'm looking for, <laughs> yeah. but I'm pretty sure yeah, that yeah. I... <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I think uh, I think we've made it to a to a natural conclusion. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. Of course. Uh, and for being on the podcast. Um, and um, yeah, I uh, good luck with your documentary. Is there anything you'd like to pitch or anything you'd like to sell to the people while we're here? Yeah. So in January, I have my documentary out and my book about in three months an underwear model. Damn. So it's it's a uh, it's a. Um, the food I used and how I trained, but it's also oh, really? the whole mental mental thing because it isn't very healthy to do. So I'm warning every page, like people, like right. be aware, don't look so so many times in the mirror because right. it doesn't have, make any sense. So it's a don't try this at home. But if you're gonna try this at home, yeah. do it this way. Exactly because okay. a lot of people they they started doing the thing as as they thought how it worked, mm-hmm. 
Now some people are like, oh, I started drinking 10 liters of water every day. Nothing is happening. I'm like, fuck. Jeez. So then, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to stop people from doing it. So right. at least, um, so I can make some money and they can do it like properly. Right. Might as well guide them into the right way of doing this. Definitely. Yeah, because you've been there. Yeah. <laughs> right. And your documentary comes out in January as well. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, man.